Welcome to the Rolling in the Deep podcast. Thank you guys for joining us again. I am Adele, the owner of Babies on Broadway. I'm here with Summer, my main gal. And today's topic for Rolling in the Deep is going to be all things registry. So this is kind of a a hot topic amongst parents. We kind of polled people, what do they want us to talk about on the podcast? So today we are just going to give you some kind of guidelines to make an effective registry. We're going to give some tips to people who are shopping the registry because I think that's always an important one as well. And, you know, we've seen some really quality registries over the last yeah few weeks here and it's been really fun really fulfilling to watch these expecting parents get the things that they really need it has um yeah for their little ones and so that being said we're going to jump right into it I think that one of the things I want to start off by saying is I always tell parents when I'm working with them a registry is like your wish list if you could buy anything in the world these are the things that you want for your baby, right? Whether or not you choose to buy them in the end is kind of irrelevant, you know, but this is the things, if you could pick anything, these are the things that you would want for your child. And so one of the things that I get a lot of, like a lot when I'm working with parents is we're going to call it registry unworthiness. Like they don't think they're worthy to register for products that they truly want because they are afraid of the judgment from other people on what things will cost. Ah. And sometimes I understand that, like maybe it is a generational thing, like a grandparent, you know, that's going to look and say, oh my gosh, there's a thousand dollar stroller on it. Well, guess what, grandma? Strollers can be a thousand dollars. And I think that we're discrediting the people who are shopping for us too. I also just want to say that I tell parents this all the time, like you would be surprised that a lot of people do want to go in and get you gifts that are like truly what you want and what you want to use. So we're kind of like not giving the loved ones in our lives very much credit credit. either. Yeah. Yeah. Because sometimes they really do want to buy you something nice. They do. And they'll go in on it. Mm -hmm. Like you said, we just had a really good example of that. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, people are like, hey, let's all chip in a hundred bucks or, you know, Mm -hmm. we had, it was a grandma who came Mm -hmm. in and she's like, you know what? All the kids are going to go in on this and they got the thousand dollar stroller. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yep. And then that parent is getting exactly what they want. But I think that's something for if you're listening and you're an expecting parent is not to have fear of what other people think is on your registry. It doesn't Mm. matter. You know, you want a snoo, get a snoo. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) Put a snoo on there. See if someone gets it for you. Because if you get it, great. You're sleeping better at night. (laughs) (laughs) And if you don't know what a snoo is, it's a bassinet that's like $1,800 that literally puts your child back to sleep as soon as they start moving. I mean, I probably would have killed to have oh. that. I mean, truly with one of mine, for sure. My Remy was my bad sleeper. So I think that's kind of where I wanted to start with it is like, this is your list, what you want for your baby. And so truly at the end of the day, it should be about what you're looking to truly obtain through your registry. So having this fear that the things that you are registering for are too expensive is just, just don't do it. Don't do it to yourself. Nope. That's my, my piece of advice. I'm not saying that you don't want to have a variety of price points because I do think that's important, but make sure that you're registering for the things you really want. So one of the, the common mistakes I see that I actually had on here too is putting more than one item of something. So let's say you really want that Nuna Pippa, but you're having this weird shame in your head about like what it costs. And so then you decide while you're at Target, you're going to throw on a Kiko travel system. Ooh, you're getting the Kiko. I see what you mean. You know, and so if you really wanted the Nuna and your heart was set on the Nuna and you just gave them another option that's cheaper, 
well, you might end up with what you don't want. Right. And so I think it's important to really hone that list into the products that you're looking to receive. So don't put on a car seat that is a second choice or a second option put on the one that you want. Another thing too is just realizing that if you're shopping for someone on a registry and you're not seeing something that you want to get them that's on their list, a good option is just to get them a gift card. You know, mm-hmm. if they're registered and it's, you know, a local store or it's Target or whatever it is, and you're not feeling anything on their registry, instead of like veering off the registry, which they probably put a lot of time, thought, and effort into creating, get them a gift card so they can buy what they want, not getting them something that you love because we're all very different. We are. You know, what I might love, you might not love. And so I think it's important, especially nowadays, and especially if it's someone's, you know, first child, they really might have things that they want to encompass in their lives. You know, yes. I mean, we get parents that we've seen where they have a real look. So like every, all their gear products, they want to have this kind of design, certain designs. Aesthetically pleasing. Yes. Yes. And they run with it. I mean, and more power to them. I think it's great. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And there's different types of parents out there too. Like maybe you're really simplistic and you don't want all the bells, the whistles, the noise, you know, or all the clutter. And like maybe us on the other side that is shopping for them thinks, well, we don't care what you think. Like you need a bouncer. Your child's going to live in that bouncer and bounce in it till they fall asleep. So we're getting you a bouncer. Just don't do it. Don't do it. Cause you know what? They'll learn that they need one later and they can (laughs) buy it then. But getting them something that isn't on their list because you love it can be a tough one. I, so I Mm -hmm. think if you can stay off, you know, on their registry, it's best. Now there is some products has an experienced parent that, you know, you absolutely love. And I know it's really tempting to give those. So, I mean, I do see it sometimes where they are kind of like a full proof product that, you know, you really know probably can't go wrong with, but I always try to advise people to stay on the registry if they can, because the jumper rule. Yeah, I know. But some people just can't look at it. Exactly. I know it. But it is, it's handy. It is. You'll break down Mm -hmm. and you'll get it, you know? (laughs) You usually will. Yeah. But sometimes you just got to like get there, you know, like it has to be in that moment of, oh my gosh, like I have nowhere to put my child. So I'm going to have to go buy myself a jumper and it is what it is. So the other thing too is where are you going to register? So let's talk about that a little bit as well, because I think that there's two sides to this. One is that you obviously want it simple for yourself, okay? So I'm gonna hit the big one here. We're gonna talk about Babylist. When Babylist first came out, I thought it was great. In fact, I really wanted it to be incorporated on my website. The problem with Babylist is it's great from the mom's perspective. They have a ton of blogs, they have best-selling products, they've got a lot of information, they do these like trial sample boxes, which are really fun, and it seems Mm. like it's very cohesive from the person who's making it, like their side, right? But then we get to see this weird other side of it, which is when someone's shopping your baby list registry. And that seems to be kind of, for a lack of better words, a shit show. You know, because the reality is Babylist is actually their own retailer. And so part of their platform or how they like um, advertise themselves is like you can look at all these products in, in one spot sort of thing. So like, let's say you register for the snoo and you're on Babylist. It'll bring up where the snoo is sold everywhere. And then it has an add to cart button. Okay. And so what generally people do as they're shopping is they just hit add to cart because that makes the most sense, right? Sure. But the add to cart might be from Babylist Direct. And now you don't really know where you got this from. 
And so it's getting shipped to you. And, and the consumer themselves, like, I don't think they really also know where they bought it from. They're just like, I added it off your registry. I have no idea where this came from. That's I didn't so even tricky. know Baby List was a store. <laughs> tricky part is they are. And Ooh. then what we hear about it is the returning is not that fluid because they're not really a store. <laughs> <laughs> but they sell the products. So Ooh. I've heard that that part is a little bit on the hard side, or maybe you were working with a local store and you registered, you know, with, with them on everything. Like we've had this happen to us and you come in and, and they're really excited and they're like, oh, I got my Nuna car seat and I'm ready for you to install it. Cause I got it from here. And you're just kind of like, like, yeah, great. I'll help you. Didn't come from here though. And they're like, wait, what do you mean? Like, yeah, I registered with you. No, you registered with BabyList. <laughs> and someone hit add to cart. But it's okay. Like, I'll install it for you. But, you know, there's other parts of that. Like, again, that come into it where maybe they come in and they want to exchange something. That's complicated. Yep. I, I got this color from my registry from you, but now I want to exchange it for a different color. Eh, it didn't come from us. So it can just get really tricky, I mm -hmm. think, in that way. The other thing is, generationally, I think that we see a lot of, like, the parents of the parent having a hard time shopping the baby list one. Super confusing. So that being said, something to keep in mind. It's great that everything is in one place, but oftentimes you don't really know where the person is actually going to purchase it from, therefore affecting your return capacity with it. So that can be really tricky. The registry platform that we use and that actually Target uses and Pottery Barn Kids is going to be myregistry.com. A lot of people use this for their wedding too, but we find that one to be pretty user-friendly for the Very, most part. You do. can combine your Amazon, your Target, your Pottery Barn Kids, you know, your local small stores, finding, mm -hmm. I, I think even Etsy can be combined on there and everything is kind of in one place. So that we find to be a good platform. Plus they can do a money fund for you. So that's always nice that you can get kind of funds towards whatever you're looking. What is that? Yeah. So like, it's like a gift fund type of, Oh, that's cool. Yeah. So you can actually get, they can put they cash can just into put donation it. Into yeah. It. And then they take it out and they can spend on whatever they want. You know, not the funnest gift to give, but again, it works if you're not really sure what you're, you're wanting to get. It also brings you directly back to the site they registered from. And so you're mm -hmm. buying it from where they wanted you to buy it from essentially. So like if they know something might be easier to return at Target and chose to put it on their Target registry, you're going to buy it from Target and therefore making the return a little bit more Simplistic, friendly. Yeah. yeah. So I think that that is a good platform to use. And when you see most of the stores using it, I think that's a good indicator as well. In fact, you won't even know that your registry is powered by my registry from Target or Pottery Barn Kids or our store really, but it is. And it can all be in one place. So I think that that is a good one to do to make sure that it's friendly for the consumer who's actually shopping it mm -hmm. as well. The other thing that you could look at doing is making an appointment, you know, going into a local store. We love this. It's really fulfilling for us to walk someone through and kind of talk them through what's been overwhelming their brain and really honing in on the products that are going to work for you specifically. The other thing I like to say is like, keep it simple, you know, so literally just really truly registering for things that you want and not trying to appease other people with your registry. So this kind of comes back to that registry unworthiness or res registry guilt, whatever that looks like, mm -hmm. but making sure that these are things you actually want, not just picking up small things to be like, oh, I'd like to like diversify my price point. So I'm going to put this, this, and this on there. Keep it to the things that you're really looking to obtain and let people go in on those items to get you the things that you need. And then the last one that I'm going to do is finding out what you're having. So a lot of people nowadays actually don't find out. I would say that that's more trending. 
I know which everyone definitely is. I know. It? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they come in and they're always like, Oh, I'm one of those weird ones not finding out. And you're like, well, really, it's probably much. You're actually more in common. the majority. Yeah. Yeah, yeah <laughs> absolutely. So I think when it's gender neutral like that, you know, when you don't know what you're having, that's actually a little bit easier. Now let's say you find out you're having a girl. You know, we all want to buy the girl clothes. <laughs> yes, we do. They're so yeah, cute. They're so cute. And I don't listen. I, I'm with people on this. Like I want to get girl things too. I don't have girls. I want to buy all the pink. I want to get bows, like whatever else oh, I, I can get. Those yeah. Pink. yeah. Oh, <laughs> they're, oh, so, they're cute. so cute. And maybe you could throw one or two in there, you know, a little bow here or there. <laughs> right. But the reality is that we hear this so often is people want to pick their own clothes. And moms to be actually get pretty irritable about people buying them <laughs> clothes that they don't necessarily want, or they have so many of one size, one season, mm-hmm. the seasons isn't going to be the right season for the child. And so if you can help yourself, I would probably try to avoid buying unasked for outfits. Yeah. <laughs> or if you do try to get them something they want off their registry as well as the unasked for outfit, <laughs> just because that is something specifically when it comes to girls. I see a lot of is people getting a lot of clothing and not having a car seat. And then it's like, you've got all these things that were gifted to you, hundreds and hundreds of dollars of clothing, and you don't have your necessities that you need. So I think that that's a really key point to try to keep in mind when you're shopping. Another one that I hear often from people, and actually, so this is kind of going to go against the rule of like maybe going outside and not buying them something, you know, on their registry. But one thing that moms-to-be tend to do, and we see this a lot in the store, is everyone will tell you not to buy a ton of like tiny clothing, newborn Mm -hmm. specifically, sometimes even like a a preemie sleeper. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And then you get these babies, they come home and nothing fits them. And it's a really short period of time. It's very short, but you really want something that fits them. Yeah, it's annoying. Yeah, it's it really annoying when nothing fits your baby, like right. nothing at all, like everything drowns and them. Because you have a closet full yes. of gifted yes. outfits. Yes. <laughs> yes. And you maybe have maybe not even one item that actually fits, fits. them to come home <laughs> in. So grabbing either yourself or putting you know, a couple little like newborn. Mm-hmm. I mean, and or honestly, preemie. Even I preemie, know that's. It seems crazy. I think crazy. all four of my kids could have used a premium yeah, outfit to right? go home and I mean, just truly. even for those first couple weeks, but that's, yes. you know, 14 full days that your <laughs> child might have nothing really that fits them or that they can wear. Yes. It's awkward, you know? So I think that that's a, a good gift. Or if you're registering and you're listening to this to remember to put a couple smaller items on there because I think it's very common advice and we, we also hear that in the store all the time. Don't get so many small things because they outgrow them so fast and then you're like, well, <laughs> they might have nothing to wear in that case because they might have nothing that fits them when they get home. So I think that that is a good one too. So to recap this, don't let what other people think pop into your mind. Register for what you want. Keep it simple. Don't double register for items. Like if you really want one certain something, whether that's a car seat or stroller, don't register for another car seat and stroller just to have another option because inevitably you will get the other option and not be happy with it. And then look to where you're registering. Make sure that you're kind of scoping out what people's, you know, maybe registry discounts are, rewards or benefits of where Mm -hmm. you're shopping. We're always a big fan of shopping local. If you can find somewhere local, um, keep those businesses going so that you have those places 
places to go in and touch and see and feel those products because if we don't keep patronizing them there won't be any left mm-hmm. so those are my my little words of wisdom for registering effectively I don't know if you got anything more to add to that summer <laughs> I think the Minnesota baby lady nailed it. (laughs) (laughs) And so for more tips and advice or to see what's hot for products or whatever it may be, tune into our social media channels, babiesonbroadway.com, babiesonbroadway on Instagram and Facebook, and keep tuning into Rolling in the Deep podcast. We will see you guys next time. See you later. (laughs) 